What's good everyone and welcome back to Kaya's Commentary and if you're new here, welcome to Kaya's Commentary. This is a podcast that offers commentary on pop culture topics, real world issues, anything in between, and maybe even some advice every now and then. Before we get down to it, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kaya R. Pennington and you can follow Kaya's Commentary on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kaya's Commentary. Also be sure to hit the follow slash subscribe button and the bell so you get notified when new videos drop. Also, I've changed my lighting setting, so I have it up and then angled up so it's not just beaming down on me. Um, and the window is still the window, but I've, I've altered that as well. So if this lighting comes out like I wanted to in this video, our only real issue left is the actual reflection of the screen and the camera in my glasses. Um, like I said, I'm determined to make it work with my glasses. And I just fear context to the point that I don't even have them. I thought about getting them, but like, I, it's just something about just putting something in my... I, mm. So I'm determined to make it work. And so if the lighting comes out like I want it to, this will be our only real obstacle left. And we'll work on that. Also, you may hear my cat, especially for those who listen, because uh, my microphone picks up more on audio than it does on video, uh, outside sounds. So you may hear my cat doing zoomies and his... <laughs> cage and whatnot he uh he is on one this morning y'all he is on one this morning so he wants to sit here and, and have my attention when i'm recording so you may hear him in which case i apologize on kick kiss behalf with that let's kick it into our first segment what drives me book aggravation edition where i give my commentary on something that drives me but book aggravations so, and I've made videos about this before on TikTok when I dropped the midweek uh, videos, but the one night stand pregnancy trope, I just thought it was common knowledge that, that these tropes are trash. These tropes are trash, they're not romantic, uh, they're illogical, and they're unfathomable. And, you know, I just, I thought that was the case. And so on Twitter, I saw somebody defending the uh, pregnancy trope. They were like, yeah, no, it's actually a good trope. And then somebody quoted that and was like, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. It's something about the fact that you're missing the first couple of years of the child's life and then coming in to realize that, oh my God, you have one. And then it's like, oh, now you have to get, and it sounds sarcastic. It sounds sarcastic when I say it aloud. But I didn't read any type of sarcasm in it when I read it. And I know my reply was sarcastic. Because I quoted it and was like, yeah, there's just something so romantic about a one night stand that turns into an accident that you keep that makes me realize you and this child in this life are what I want. Even though if I didn't know anything about this child, I really was already going on to the one night stand uh, with Jessica from accounting. Like, I just thought it was common knowledge that these are trash. And I'm always typically on the side of social media where we can all agree these tropes are trash. So to see somebody defending it and then to see somebody defending it and adding in the one night stand trope i i will tell y'all several times that um i try not to judge like i try not to i try not to shame because what get you going get you going but i'm, I'm not even gonna tell y'all that bold face line no more i am i like any other human being and very very judgmental especially about the books that you read now you get a you get shame from me and then you'll get a um if you like it i love it type uh judgment this is one of those if you like it i love it type judgments now i my stance has always been i know that when night stands happen 
and that one night stands can turn into pregnancies that you keep. However, I will sit here and believe in goblins, ghouls, ghosts, or vampires before I sit here and believe a one night stand turned romance. Like, it's, it's, it's not fathomable to me. It's, it's illogical to me. Like, we had a one night stand 10 years ago, but that one meow meow, that one woof woof is the one that I just cannot stop thinking of. Or we have a one night stand as strangers don't know nothing about each other, but like that's just, that's health wise not even safe. Or we have a one night stand that turns into a pregnancy that makes me realize, oh, you're the one that I want and we should get together for this child. That's not healthy. That's not healthy for the child or for y'all. And it's not romantic at all. Cause if that child wasn't there, there would be nothing there for you. There would be nothing it was it started out as a one night stand and y'all both realized and recognized that y'all were gonna go about y'all ways after one night stand i can give it a one night stand if it's like y'all are in the same circle and y'all dislike each other so it's really a rival to love and then you'd have a one night stand and give into your passions and realize that y'all actually kind of like each other but don't really want to admit it so y'all just continuously hook up i get that but just random one night stands turn pregnancies if you like it i love it but you like it <laughs> you like it i'm sorry y'all i thought we would all acknowledge that if any there was a trope that could go this one could go like i thought i thought this was common knowledge if you like it though i love it but you actually like it just to see people defend it it was it was weird because i was like oh I guess we actually and I guess it's not so far out there that people defend it because I guess it's popular enough my book site that I have bookbub yo the books you recommended me lately bookbub I don't know who told you that I wanted this stuff but I don't I don't want the pregnancy I don't want the one night stand I don't want the uh dad's best friend who looking at this this young just barely legal girl that really should be nothing more than a circuit daughter to him I don't want the older best friend uh brother best friend who looking at this little girl barely legal who really should be nothing more than a surrogate sister for him like if y'all like these tropes i love them but keep it away from me like to see people defend these kind of tropes like wow y'all actually mess with those huh i just thought we acknowledged that these were weird tropes that these were if you like it i love it with that that's a quick little what drives me book aggravation edition with that let's kick it into our next segment what's on tv where i give my commentary on a tv show i've seen today's show apple tv's c now apple tv does a horrible a horrible job at marketing their tv shows like uh the morning show i had only seen one real commercial on tv for that and that was back in 2019 when it first started and then i hadn't seen any real commercials for that since uh maybe on twitter for the like from the actual official the morning show account mind y'all i got social media in like 2017 or 2018 and then i got twitter in like 2020 or 2021 so Apple does a horrible job at marketing their stuff, which is wild because they actually have some really good stuff. And so as I completed season one and season two of The Morning Show and waited for season three, I was like, well, what could I, um, what could I watch in the interim to like, you know, gain my attention? And as I was scrolling Apple TV, I saw the show C. And from the description to the promo photos, it kind of intrigued me. So let's get into it. I really think, before I get into it, I think it deserves just as much as attention as the morning show like i said they marketing team sucks so i don't even know if people talk about it like that i haven't seen people talk about it like that and even though the show was uh it only had three seasons and then it was done 
I think it deserves just as much attention as The Morning Show or any other big show on Apple TV that gets a little bit more attention. Let's get into it. So main characters, we have Baba Boss, we have Queen Kane, who I will later refer to as Sybil because that's her first name. Uh, Margra, who is Sybil's um, sister, but we'll come back to that. And Baba Boss's wife. Kofun and Haniwa, Margra's children, but not Baba Boss's children, and I'll come back to that. Bo Lion, who is a person in the tribe with Baba Boss. Paris, who's also somebody in Baba Boss's tribe. And Tamak Dajan. So it opens and it's a post-apocalyptic world uh, and in this world vision has been taken away and it is rare to have it. And of course anything not understood is feared so now people who actually have vision are heretics and they're to be feared and they're hunted down by witch hunters by Queen Cain's order and really even before her time I guess but Queen Cain Sybil she's like anybody with vision is to be brought to me not really to be taken out now of course witch hunters soldiers they do sometimes take people out but really Queen Cain is like they're to be brought to me which we're gonna come back to so it opens with Baba Boss and his tribe fighting against the witch hunters like I said these are people looking to seek out those with vision um, and the same time, Haniwa and Kofu, twins, are being born with the help of the wise Paris. Paris is really like a guide for Baba Boss. Uh, like I said, they're not Baba Boss's kids. They are Jero Morel, who is a sighted person. And he knew Margaret from way back when, when she was still like a princess. And she kind of ran off from that life. She tried to take the throne after her dad's passing. And her dad wanted her to take the throne, but she didn't have enough power at the time. So she ran and uh drew morel has ran and he has been like really kind of hunted down by uh sybil ever since so when the kids haniwa and kofu come of age they read the books that drew morel has left him and they go and search to find him drew morel kind of came to baba boss and he was like hey when my kids come of age give them these books what is it 1984 or 1989 uh, george orwell i forget the name i think he might give them the bible too he gives them science books he gives them all those books that we now take for granted and he tells baba boss tell them that they are to read these gain the knowledge and when they come of age come find me baba boss although he cares for the children he's like yeah they probably should have some type of um, connection with you so i promise you that now margaret is hesitant like she wants the kids to go along get along so if people find out that they can see they're all going to be outcast and hunted right so she's hesitant about allowing the children to read the books and to go find Joe morell um baba boss is like well they should gain this knowledge and they should have a connection with him but i will do what you want paris is the one who's like no she gives the books to the kids and she's like you have to go find your father here's the knowledge that he left you uh so the kids and baba boss and somewhat of his tribe they end up leaving their home when the witch finders find them um, and they go in search of a new one guided by messages Jorah Morel left. He left all these messages and he built bridges to help the tribe find a new home. So Baba Boss wants to protect the twins but he like I said he knows eventually that they have to follow their own path and he seems okay with it. Margaret is the one that's like go along get along these are my children they're your children too but like I'm the mother and I want to protect them. Paris again she tries to convince Margaret to be okay with it. So season one, like I said, there are three seasons and season one consists of them mostly traveling to be safe or to like keep the twins safe. Um, they travel to their new home. They travel after, they travel to this, it's really a big orgy party. <laughs> I don't know if I can really say that, but like it's, it's really a big party and they're like procreating, a procreation party. And Haniwa and Baba Boss, they're of age, and Haniwa and Kofun, they're of age now, but they like, 
uh, Haniwa is the rebel Baba, uh, Baba boss. Haniwa is the rebel and Kofun is really kind of like the shy one that's like, oh no, I want to like go along to get along and I don't want to get in any trouble. But they go traveling after their parents and their tribe and end up getting kidnapped by slavers. And so Baba boss and Margaret have to find them, which is where we find out. Margaret finds out that the kids can write and read and she gets upset. Um, Queen Kane, Sybil, she desperately wants to find uh, Haniwa and Kofun, who are Jormorel's children. And honestly, uh, everyone else seems to have an obsession with Vision for one reason or another. Everyone else in the council, they seem to have a, an obsession with Vision for one reason or another. Oh, it's heresy. Oh, it'll save us. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Uh, Sybil ends up destroying the kingdom because they start to question her. Now, they live in this water plant this abandoned water plant and so she floods when people are like yeah we have to usurp her she floods it and kills everybody she takes out everybody um in the kingdom and then she goes traveling on her own to find Jorah Morel uh she uh he's her former lover and so she wants sighted children that's her goal she wants to have sighted children she ends up being kidnapped and Tamakta John goes looking for her. He's the general. He's the one that's like her right hand man. He doesn't know that she flooded the town yet, the kingdom yet. So when he finds out she's been kidnapped and she's gone, he goes looking for her. As uh, Baba Voss and his family travels to find Jorah Morel, they meet another one of his children, Boots. Now Jorah Morel just been dropping sighted children everywhere. Just bloop, 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 bloop. He just been dropping sighted children everywhere. But Boots is not to be trusted. There's something about him. He not to be trusted. So he does end up betraying him. He's like, it can only be one. Um, he finds out that Margaret is the princess. And so he goes, he also, I think he finds that out after he betrays them or before he, before he betrays them. He's like, there can only be one of us. And so he, he's like, I'll protect your wife. I'll go protect Margaret, but y'all cannot be here. Um... Tamakta John, who's now met with uh, Margaret, he knows who Margaret is. She, he is the one person that she needed his backing, and he didn't give it to her. And so they end up finding Sybil and rescuing her. Uh, but the Witchfinders and Tamakta John turn on her when they find out what she's done to the kingdom. And Ma Margaret and Tamakta John end up trying to usurp her. He's like, I should have backed you then. I knew she wasn't right, but you were inexperienced and you weren't ready either. So they end up about to usurp her, but Margaret ends up taking out Tamakta John. She stabs him like in the chest and he presumably is gone now. And Margaret is like, no, I said Margaret did that. Sybil, Sybil uh, takes out Tamakta John and Sybil tells Margaret, it's okay, we'll rule. She's really not to be trusted because she won't power, but she's like, oh, we'll rule. Don't worry about him. Um, the twins, they do make it to uh, Jeremiah. And so he's like, yeah, I'm showing these all, all these things. We have electricity. We have showers. We have this. We have that. We have all these books. Haniwa is so cool with it, right? She's a rebel and she wants to learn. And she she's, you know, taken in by all this knowledge. Kofun is also taken in by the knowledge. But he's also like, it's something off about you. He has this thought in the back of his head that we don't know anything about you. Which thinking about it here and now i have a note in my notes but thinking about it here and now the fact that he doesn't trust jerome morell he has a right intention not to trust jerome morell and ends up trusting somebody else in season two that he also same excuse does not know stupid anyway we're gonna come back to that so 
Uh, Drumarel, even though he does care for his children, he cares for sight and knowledge more. So he made a deal with uh, Baba Voss's evil brother, Ido Voss, who really kind of backs him as far as money-wise. And he sells Haniwa to Ido Voss. And so Baba, who was making his way back to another tribe with Paris and Bolayan, Bolayan got injured and so he was taking Bolayan back to this tribe and this tribe was like, she can stay but y'all got to go, y'all are a danger to us. So he turns back for his kids, he has this feeling, he turns back and he ends up finding Kofun who's like, yo, he sold, he sold off uh, Haniwa. So Kofun and uh, Baba Voss and Paris go searching for one Margaret and Kofun and that's season one. Season two, uh, Baba and Kofun, they travel to Baba Voss's old um, tribe, his original tribe. Baba Voss leaves Kofun in Paris at this center point to go alone because he doesn't want to lose any more of his kids or his friends. Haniwa is a prisoner, but she can quickly she quickly realizes that her guard, Ren, she can also see. And so they eventually hit it off, she and Ren do. Um, Baba Voss gets captured. I don't know if that's purposeful or not because... Ido Voss has a sighted child that he does his bidding for and Baba Voss sees that this child sees him but you know he's not gonna take out a child and so he gets captured and we find out that Tamakta John is still alive too he was stabbed and seemed to have bled out at this this desert in this desert where they were when they found Sybil and then he ends up being alive I don't know how he got into their prison but he and Baba Voss have to work together and Baba Voss makes it clear that I don't like you I don't trust you you've hunted me and Tamakta John makes it clear that I'm not asking for your forgiveness. I know I don't deserve it. Like, I'm not asking for your forgiveness, but we can get each other out of here, and that's what I would like to do. Margaret is my queen, so I would like to kind of, like, protect her, but, like, I'm not asking for your forgiveness. Uh, Sybil and Margaret make a new kingdom and basically usurp the town from Harlan, who, hey, is a family friend. BT Dubs, when I saw who Harlan was, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I almost shut it off. I almost shut it off and I try so hard not to have beef with actors because I'm not gonna have beef with an actor over beef with another actor but I don't know either that's stand behavior and I'm not with it so I almost shut it off but then I realized that's stand behavior and I'm not with it and I actually like the character of Harlan Harlan probably had to be my favorite character uh, but we'll come back to that uh, Sybil plans to rule by herself, but like she keeps her sister around, but she makes it clear that, you know, we, it's me. I'm still the queen. Harlan has a crush on Margaret, but he does offer to marry Sybil to keep some type of control over his town, which he does truly care about. Uh, Sybil, who has outlawed sight for the thousands of years, hundreds of years, her reign and all of this, she's outlawed sight, and now she claims she has a sighted baby by Boots who she later takes out when she loses the baby. He's like, oh, I'll give you another one. She's like, nah, she has a little slight thing that she has within her wrist and she'll take it out and eh, you. So she does that to Boots. Harlan and Margaret get married. It's a scheme for when Margaret usurps Sybil because uh, Margaret's goal still remains her family, but Harlan does have a crush on her. And so he's like, hey, yo, if you want to, if you want to relieve some stress, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to that. And Margaret's like, boy, I, I'm very much happily married. Um, her family, they do reunite. They find out she's alive and that she's a princess and married, which sets Baba Voss off. He doesn't know how to handle it. And especially since Harlan and his quips, like, Baba Voss doesn't know how to handle it. And so Harlan 
has several quips. He's like, you, Baba Boss is like, say another word and I'll take you out. And Harlan is like, and leave our wife a widow? Or he's like, ooh, I'm gonna make you finish that sentence. Or he's like, let's talk sleeping arrangements. I'm open to group activities. And it's just, it's so funny. Like, the sarcastic, witty character is my bread and butter. And so, like I said in my continuous Sleepy Hollow video, I really do think that that man is a talented actor. Like, I'm gonna give him his props. Like, he had to be my favorite character in the show. Um, Sybil seduces Kofun. Uh, guess don't covet thy wife's neighbor or nephew, as he is her nephew, isn't a thing. And it's so crazy to me that he let himself get close to Sybil like that. He's upset because Margaret lied about being a princess and they lived a hard life. And so he's like, oh, what else have you lied about? Maybe this person isn't as bad. But it's like, Jermarell, Jer you didn't know him but margaret kind of talked a little highly of him but at the same time not much but like you didn't know him but you had this instinct that something was off sybil who's been like chasing you your entire childhood and she blames it on margaret she's like oh, i just wanted to get to know y'all but she wouldn't let me and so he's mad at margaret and he's like oh okay and to be fair she does like offer him some weed or something so that kind of like loosens his consciousness but at the same time even sober you're you're getting close to this person who's hunted you who seems to have ulterior motives why did you not see that Kofun? in season one he was he was like naive but more tolerable in season two and season three oof and the same goes for Honeywell. like in season one she's a rebel she's too like quick with it and she, she doesn't think things through in season two she's a bit more tolerable season three but we gonna come back to that uh Kofun finds out that he's been duped and that she made it with him to give her a sighted child uh he feels some type of way about that margra harlan and tamakta john usurp sibyl uh they've been planning this for a while and so they finally do it baba boss helps defend against an upcoming war that sibyl helped to start they were trying to have peace talks with the neighboring villages um because sibyl has been making all these deals and doing things and she's owed punishment and so they're trying to figure out the best way to do that and then Sybil sends assassins in which kind of ruins the peace talks and so now they're really gonna be at war so they serve Sybil and now it's about do they hand her over to them for for them to do what they want to do to Sybil or do they publicly take her out as a show of peace um Baba Boss who this is also part of the war that they're having um they're trying to come to terms and be peaceful and baba boss's brother who doesn't want peace he wants war with his brother because he got beef with him so baba boss ends up taking out his brother but he doesn't want to his brother was so upset the whole reason for their beef is that their dad ordered baba boss to kill his to take out his younger brother and baba boss was like no and that's why he leaves his his tribe and Ido boss has, has such beef because he's like you couldn't take out a child and it's like I feel like that's a stupid reason to beef, but like I feel like there's logic in it, but at the same time it's like is it cliche? It's not cliche. It's it's something that's weird. Um Sybil takes out Paris. She has a little thing in here that she Paris is tending to her child and they're like she's like, Take you you won't have any type of chance to connect with this baby and Sybil's like, You're not gonna take my baby and you're not gonna take me and that's another issue like do we give Sybil to them knowing that she's pregnant and we have to or do we wait till she has the baby and then so she takes out Paris and then Baba Voss leaves he 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 finds like politics too much and he thinks Margaret is where she needs to be or whether where she wants to be but he just wants to go back to the mountains and live so he leaves and that's season two season three 
Uh, Baba Boss is off in the woods with a friend. Margaret rules and she finds out how hard it is. Sybil has her baby and Kofun won't hardly touch it. He mad that he been duped. Everybody tries to talk him into it from Margaret to Honeywell to Harlan. Uh, he just don't want to be a father. Margaret tries to quell another upcoming war to no avail. Harlan tries to sway the ambassador. The ambassador like has feelings for him so he's trying to sway her using special skills. Um, Charlotte don't really know where she came from but I like her she's like Honeywell's guard I don't know but she like protects and defends Honeywell um, and so I like her and I also like Rin too Rin comes back in she felt like she was duped after Sybil like betrayed them during the peace talks and so Rin thought that Honeywell had a part in that and then when Ido Voss was gone she had a very real loyalty to Ido Voss because he took her in so when Ido Voss was gone she goes back to Honeywell. Um, Baba Voss comes back to find out that the enemy has bombs so that's why he Bowline gets taken out by these bombs and so this is when uh, Baba Voss comes back to Harlan's little kingdom to tell them. Uh, he finds the baby and, and finds out whose baby it is and he talks Kofu into doing what needs to be done. Uh, he also goes after Sybil when he finds out that Sybil took out Paris and they're about to trade Sybil because she had the baby. There's no reason to keep her now but then she's gone and we find out later that Kofu helped to like hide her. He's like oh you're the mother of my child so I just the child deserves to have some type of connection with you. Again, Jor Morrell, you didn't seem to think so so why is Hmm. She finds out the baby isn't sighted, which I guess is another reason that he kind of didn't really want the baby at first. Uh, and then she no longer cares, and she makes her escape. Honeywell, Kofun, and Baba Voss go to rescue the remaining children who are making bombs. These are Jura Morel's sighted children who are making bombs. Harlan helps them out in his own way. Um, he, the ambassador is like, oh, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. You just need to be on our side. I care for you and I don't want you to die. So you just need to be on our side. So he played like he on their side and then he double crossed them and helps Baba Voss. And they have to get back to the kingdom before the bombs get to the kingdom. So they try to take a shortcut to the kingdom, but they ended up being surrounded by cannibals and Harlan dies. And I think that's so stupid because it's his shortcut. He's the one that's like, I know a shortcut, but it's real dangerous. How do we get out of this shortcut? All the people in a little merry band who could have like, been dragged away he was really one of the ones that had to stay alive because it's his shortcut it's his short how do we get out of here without you the guide now um they do end up making it back and they find Sybil has allied with the season three's enemy and she's coming back with the bombs and Tron tries to escape uh using little passageways that Harlan has and Tamakta John tries to help but the passageways due to the bombing it's like it's it's really counterproductive and all this rubble could come crashing down on us so we end up having to go back to the town uh margaret finally confronts sybil and she gets her to like chill out for a minute to sway her she starts singing uh dream a little dream of me what is that song she sings that to like lull uh sybil into this dull state and then she finally does what she needs to do and takes her out and then they take on the army and Baba Voss he comes back he ends up destroying the bombs he goes on top of the bombs and hits it really hard hit the top one really hard with a hammer um which takes out a lot of things including him and that's really like the end of the war we have this dull moment this lull where you try to pick up the pieces Kofun leaves politics to raise his son so they are there in politics and they find it very hard and so Haniwa is still very much a, we are not the enemy we need to be treated like everybody else 
which is really her big fight in season three and Kofun also was like yo you still have to think about the things that you say but he ends up leaving politics to raise his son Haniwa gets married to Ren and then they both go leave to find another knowledge vault uh Jamiro's original knowledge vault that he kept the man in season one was destroyed here in season three so they end up going to find another one with the rest of uh, where the rest of Jormoral's children reside and other people of course um, and then there's just Margra and Tamakta John that remain and that's pretty much it my thoughts uh, Haniwa was a rebel who was too naive in season 1 like I said I liked her better in season 2 and then disliked her again in th uh, season 3 she's just too rash like sis be logical logical about how you can't be a rebel and you're just doing all of this and all like be logical Kofun was more tolerable in season one when he was kind of like shy over and then he was stupid in season two and season three like I said like I said also I guess the rule of don't covet thy neighbor's wife or thy aunt doesn't apply and he should have known better even outside of the fact that um even outside of the fact that you don't know her but you do know she's been hunting you uh he knows about genetics he has these science books he has all of this he should know better than sit here and procreate with his aunt also did he willingly blind himself in the end he's talking to his mom he's like i can't do this politics things i have to see the world the way my son sees it and since my son is blind i also have to be and so when they show him again he has like a bandage wrapped around his eyes and his mom is like are you sure there's no going back as opposed to just tiny tying a cloth around your eyes and just living that way you literally tried to blind did you blind yourself mind you in season one really all throughout season two and whatnot they are living they're sighted people who have to live like the blind so like i don't understand i don't understand blinding yourself you could have tied a cloth around you even and even still like how does that better the world for your son like you were given this gift of sight it may seem like something that's oh it's too much it's too much and too many problems are associated with it but that's the best way getting people to like acknowledge sight and and treat your son right even though he's blind he comes from a sighted parent and then a queen who was evil and malicious and being in there in politics that's the best way that you could have done that with sight um neither kid Haniwa or Kofun really wanted to be near politics which is fair certainly fair but also to change the world like they both wanted to a little politics is required as opposed to running off to this knowledge ball bring it back with you or as opposed to like blinding yourself stay and fight it through and change the work the the laws and whatnot stupid uh hated that harlan died didn't like unexpectedly liked his character like i said and so i have a rewrite for that he comes back so he he's he's he gets taken out by a cannibal but he all and he like he passes away within that scene but it's also like what if he didn't like what if he almost did but he's still clinging on to a little bit of life and then a healer who was already in this little cannibal hideout come out because they had finally been released to to see harlan so they they kind of drag him back to where they 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 look camp is and they heal him and then he goes back after everything went down and he he finds that his town's rebuilding itself now if he and margaret get together that is not what i'm saying but he comes back because if Tamakta John can, can actually pass to the other side and then come back, Harlan can almost pass to the other side and come back. Like, I, Harlan was my favorite character. And him dying, I found stupid. And I did not like it. Rewrite, he comes back. 
uh margaret she was a bit annoying and not wanting to do what needed to be done with civil oh that's my and even baba boss like oh that's my brother oh that's my sister but your sister is harming the kingdom but your brother told you he was gonna pimp out your daughter mercilessly and then when she was too old to pimp out he was gonna take her out take these people out before they live long enough to be your undoing speaking of sybil could not stand her um she talked it was certainly a choice. It was certainly a choice what they decided to do with her character. It's like they said, play annoying and play self-righteous and play it to the extreme. And she said, I bet. It was a choice either from the actress or from the, the creators, but they seemed to like it because they kept her for all three seasons. But one, she talked like this. I am the chosen one, so I will do what needs to be done. And it is my it is my right as, as, as ruler. I have been ordained by God, so I will do what needs to be done. And you will not do, like it was, and also like when she started screaming and, and getting like banshee like like they were in a council meeting one time and margaret messed up and called her sybil instead of queen kane and she was like who like that is certainly a choice they said play self-righteous and aggravating to the extreme and she said i bet say less she did it but wowzers could i not stand her um Baba Voss, I felt like it was selfish for him to leave in season two. And I also kind of don't agree with his death. Like, I guess it was needed. But also, could you not have, like, thrown the hammer from a safe distance? Could you not have, like, took an arrow and... Like, I guess you could argue that his death was needed, especially since he didn't see a place for him in politics and he just wanted to go back to the mountains, but his family was growing apart to do other things. And I, I, I guess, but, like... Mm, and I did find it a little selfish because it's, like the best way to protect your family is to be there despite the fact that you want to go here which is fine for him to have those feelings of wanting to go back but at the same time it's like just because we don't want to go back you leave us like what if as margaret what if i decided that i, I wanted to get with harlan to make you mad or just to be like oh if you're gonna leave you must not love me no more so i'm gonna go to somebody that actually look like then you would have really been mad she stayed faithful but like I got other men over here who are what ready and willing to take your place, sir. I just find it a little selfish. Like I understand it, but I also find it a little selfish. And I, don't, I also understand his death, but it's also like, eh. um. Also, they do previously on, which I find that shows mostly don't do anymore. Like I, it's been a hot minute since I've seen a show that's done a previously on dot dot dot, and they give you the things. I know shows still do them now, but like it's i find i am finding it rare maybe i'm just watching the wrong shows but i just wanted to point that out because i found it rare. um uh overall eight out of ten like i really like it i have my problems with the characters and some of the storylines but overall i really liked it i really like it eight out of ten i think it's worth the watch it's a really cool concept they do have a couple things that are like really weird in there like sybil when she prays her praying is like masturbation and i just know some man sat there and came up with that and was like oh this is gonna be so really good because when you think of praying you think of this but now we're gonna flip it and i just know some they do a little bit of weird things but overall i think it's a really good show eight out of ten i think it's worth a watch if you want to watch something in general or if you have apple tv app and and you don't even use it and you just you want to use it apple tv's c eight out of ten with that, let's kick it into our third and final segment, Unpopular Opinions, where I give my commentary on an unpopular opinion that I have. Um, now this one, I don't go here, so maybe I don't have a right to speak on it. 
I'm gonna do it anyway though. Not knowing your friend's significant other. You're I've seen so many comments where it's like, oh, I don't have to be friends with my man's friend, with my girl's uh, a man, or I don't want to have to know him at all. And I think that's weird. Like, I think it's weird because I think you, me personally, I'm going to know everything about you. And we ain't got to be friends. Like, I'm not saying y'all got to be friends or anything, but I think it's weird not to know more than just like formalities and cordial whatnots. Like, you should know. These people be weird out here. You should know. Just short of their social security, you should know. Now, the people make the argument about social media, and you can have social media is not real. <laughs> it's not real. Like I, and this is completely off topic. But seeing like people sit there and post their significant others, this, this lady was posting pictures with her man, holiday pictures with her man, but she, he couldn't show his face. Like, girl, is it that serious to show somebody that you got somebody, but not see like? that's completely off topic but like social media is not real uh so have whatever kind of rules you can say that it's weird if they follow you on social media uh i've learned that about anybody though like certain people that i used to be friends with you know you don't follow them on every social media because they might not want you to so whatever but like i also find it weird that people these be the same people that be like oh i can't wait to be like have all our little couples goals and friends things that we do date nights and we'll do game nights with our friends and they they significant other but you don't know nothing about they significant friends significant other like that's not weird to y'all to want to do out these couple nights game nights and whatnot dinner double dates and whatnot but you don't know nothing about it i just think it's weird and that's that's across the board across the genders like not even just strictly for men like across the genders like i think you should know more about your friends significant others more than just formalities and, and cordialness like i think you should have conversations with your friends significant others about what your friend likes or you know i don't know like i just i think it's weird i don't go here like i don't like people so i'm not i'm not i'm not in any type of relationship which is why i say i don't go here i don't like people like that and i don't think it's never really gonna be a problem for me but i just think it's weird personally like i will see that kind of stuff and it's like that's not a little weird especially when y'all be wanting all these date nights and, and couples games and stuff like you see on tv but you don't know nothing on tv these people be knowing these people y'all don't know these people i feel like you should you gotta be besties with them but like i feel like it should be more than just formalities but that's just me that's just my little unpopular opinion i don't go hill so what do i know that's just a little unpopular opinion that i have and that's kaya's commentary if you like this episode be sure to like this episode hit the thumbs up button hit the follow slash subscribe button and the bell so you get notified when new videos drop uh let me know your thoughts on any of the segments that i had down in the comments below do you agree do you disagree be respectful we can have a conversation with one another but only if we are respectful but certainly let me know your thoughts and opinions down in the comments below thanks for listening thanks for watching see you next time